us stop worrying about other people. But can't make everybody happy. Can't take care of everybody. Yeah, I'm trying to learn that really bad, but I also it's very tough. Um, but oh wait, shit, I gotta put my hat backwards. I'm gonna be the banner. Look at us, couple couple cute little oh a couple little cuties. All right, all right, man. Hey, howdy. How's it going? How you doing? Welcome to Coming Up for Air, an introspective podcast. I feel like the lights are so much like closer to the camera this time. You're the lights, dude. Yeah, I think I just fucked it up, but it's okay. They're wash lights. I mean, yeah, you're the uh, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. You're the yeah. lights, camera, action guy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the guy in front of the camera, and the guy behind the camera. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah, him. Yeah. You really are him. You know that? I'm gonna hate that. That's disgusting. I think everybody's gonna hate that. Thanks, bud. I uh-huh. Appreciate it, man. Wow. Hope y'all are doing well. Today we're talking about um, tech in the next few years, kind of what things look like technology-wise and it's where terrifying. things are going and a whole bunch of stuff in that topic that everybody's kind of scared about but doesn't really want to talk about. Because it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about all that. Um, but before we dive in... But did. Oh yeah, I hella wanted to. This is the first time I actually remember like off rip. Like as soon as you told me, like I, cause this is this is crazy to me. The boy, Joe Rogan, and yeah. I don't I don't know people have a certain feeling about Joe Rogan just because of the way his podcast and like he like just goes about his life. I like envy Joe Rogan only because that man truly just doesn't fucking care. Like to the core does not give a flying fuck about who you are as a person, what your opinion is, how sensitive you are or what you feel, bro. That man is going to let you know how he feels and then if you guys disagree, he goes, "I can see where you're coming from." Like, "I understand where you're coming from. Do I agree with it?" No. Do I think it's stupid? Absolutely. But that's my opinion. He'll still shit on... He does what you do. He'll shit on you, right? But then, like, make you feel good about it at the same time. That's what people don't realize. It's it's amazing. It's <laughs> it's beautiful, bro. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that, but yeah. I've watched also, you do it. at the it. same time, I've seen some Joe Rogan clips, and I'm like, damn. I'm, I, you know what I mean? Like, it just... He does it to people, and it's and it's amazing. And he's so honest about, like, when he has someone... Maybe, maybe that's why I don't particularly love him, is because I know that it... <laughs> what he's doing and and his biggest thing is like when someone else is smarter than him in the room like he has like neuroscientists and like astroscientists on set like for a podcast he literally tells them i'm a fucking moron i'm i'm not smart i'm just good at remembering things mm-hmm. he's like that's all it is true he was like he was like 90 percent of people perceiving you as being smart is literally your ability to just remember something that they don't and you know what's cr- i can show you the picture that i have saved from five years ago in my snapchat it's a little quote and it kind of spooks me out that we just talked about this and it remembering because I'm going to show you after I can show you right now. But it literally says. To remember more things is to be more human. Yeah. Like like people don't realize, like the more you remember about life and like a whole bunch of you're adding to being a human. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the more you are a human. Right. So he's just really good about remembering like just random shit or like shit that he's really interested in. You know what I mean? And obviously he has like talks about like fucking grizzly bears and silverback gorillas yeah. and like uh, all the extra shit and like th- but that's what's dope but is like he that, does it that aspect of being like intelligence is basically just being able to remember random shit yeah because you, you can sound smart as long as you know what you're talking yeah. about and you know how to put it in and a that's sentence why i always tell people like stay hungry stay hungry to learn be yeah be a sponge you want to know yeah be curious yeah, and then, uh, but regard, I'm going off topic. Regardless, him and uh, Dana White. I mean, Dana I don't know White. Who that is. Dana White is the CEO and owner of UFC. Okay, got it. He's the other bald guy that is usually walking around with Joe Rogan. Or sure. Like, he beefed with Jake Paul, Logan Paul. That's because they suck. <sighs> yeah, I mean, um, I'm pretty sure everybody. Beefs well, with actually, them. he likes Logan Paul. He hates Jake. He's got beef I, I with think Jake. Both of them suck. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Uh, but regardless, they're both, it's come out that either they are or plan on plan on leaving the UFC. How how integral are they to the UFC? Joe Rogan commentates all the fights, and he's been doing it for years. Okay. Like, when the UFC started, he was in there. Like, he's been such an integrated, like, he's a core father figure in, like, in the UFC. Like, mm-hmm. whether it be commentating... Uh, understanding fighters, talking to fighters, interviewing fighters, 
um, just like everything. He just knows the world. Yeah, and he's fought before. Like, he is trained in MMA. He had the record for the hardest, uh, I don't know if it was sidekick or, like, spinning back kick or something like that. But he did it, and it was, like, 176 pounds of human pressure That's or human force. And it was the record. Like, and it was that beautiful, like, textbook really technique. Hurt. Bro, like, that shit would shatter your fucking leg if he hit you with all that. Yeah, like, like, it, it, he's a demon. Right, he's got caimans down there. Oh, he's hundred sussy machine every day for sure. You know, he's in there like squeezing his yeah. fucking thigh all every okay. day, bro. You know what I mean? Like, but regardless, uh, yeah, he's just a father figure, and obviously Dana White has been. He for me, I mean, I wish he paid his fighters more. That's like been the huge thing with you because UFC fighters, it, unless you're like even even being a big top name, they still get paid dog shit. Yeah, I was gonna say fighters don't really get paid a lot. Even Let, boxers don't really get boxers completely. Boxers get bags. I thought boxers didn't get that much. <laughs> no, boxers get fucking guap. If you are a big name, and even top, I would say, even top five, top ten, you know what I mean? You're still going to get a good bag. Hmm. 110%. Your purse is still going to be well. Rather than the UFC, your third class levels are like 10K. Your 20, uh, or your second class level fights are like, I think like 30K. Or so I might be wrong on that, but that's the last video that I saw. Some bullshit like that. And then like your big names, like they'll, you know, they'll make like, I don't know, up to 100K, I think. I don't know. I, I, I'm i probably butchering it, to be honest. A but fucking Pop-Tart and a bingo card. Yeah, but it's nowhere near what it is worth going to war against another human being in a cage like animals. We're going to take it to the square circle, brother. Bro, like, dude, the shit that we have seen in the UFC is, like, inhumane and that's why people fucking love it people are always fiending for violence you know what i mean like watching two humans like that's why even back in the day like gladiators like, like all boxing. of that shit. i don't think i like <laughs> ufc and even boxing like i kind of like, eh, swinging it out of i like but like bro i saw a video today of uh uh the dude who beat izzy oh fuck his name oh, i don't want to butcher his name uh oh well yeah, oh, well, he's the champ now. Yeah. But I remember this white boy, he was talking like hella schmack to him. He was like, oh, like, what are you going to do? Like, yada, yada, this You're going to knock your shit out. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you're not going to do shit, blah, 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 this and that, right? Literally, like, comes in, bro, and he, like, fakes right. So the dude, like, comes down, sink, left hook, bro. God. <laughs> I was like, Just oh. asleep. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, like that shit right there, but like watching that shit is crazy, bro. And Dana White is like, he's good at pulling people in. He had Trump at UFC. He had like, he's he's a businessman at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. he's what started the UFC and like held it so long together. Um, and obviously you have the Ultimate Fighter where you have people who are like, it's like the G League for the UFC and they work their way so up now, to get a contract. So now somebody else is taking over, probably. Hopefully, and hopefully they do something with it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, we'll see where it goes. Uh, it's just kind of sad to me because I don't know. It's like end of an era type thing. Like Joe, yeah. like Joe Rogan has some of the greatest commentating moments, or the people next to him. Obviously, I don't know their fucking names because yeah. all I know is Joe Rogan. But there, there has been some like. Banger. Fire ass moment. And like his reactions are always like insane. Like there's the meme of him where he's like, oh, yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, and he's just absolutely astounding. And like he gives us those moments because like he's so like passionate. Yeah. Like he just loves it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I wonder if that's why he's stepping away. Probably. There's probably just so much bullshit that's now involved in doing that he's just like, like, Obviously, he has. He doesn't want like, to have it affect his passion. Yeah, and he has such a successful podcast, and obviously, he has a family, and like he has other business ventures that like he will, can live off of. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he can always talk about fights and shit like that. Like every time that uh, like he had Sugar Sean after Sugar Sean won uh, one of his fights, uh, like one of his bigger like coming up fights for mm-hmm. uh, able to like go at the belt. He had him on the podcast and stuff like that and was, like, talking about, like, fights and then, like, looking over, like, film and, like, all right, like, what do you think you could do better? Or, like, they'll talk about other people coming up and shit like that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he'll still get his fiend and shit like that. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Fair, fair. I kind of spazzed. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Oh, oh, oh. I wanted to talk about new job. So, oh? Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I think my yeah, sneeze, yeah, yeah. I think my sneeze went away. That shocked me out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was. Uh, oh, so 
this new place opened about a month and a half ago, and I kind of had my eye on it, and it's exactly the vibes that I like. It's vibes. It's like a speakeasy kind of vibe. Speakeasy. This side of town, like the where I live. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. And. Oh, you're gonna hate that. Yeah, but it's okay. I'm sorry. And the lead bartender or the bar manager is one of the top thirty bartenders in the U.S. Like he competes and everything. Which is like actually lit like, yeah. your eyes up, huh? Yeah, and it's like an elevated cocktail place, so like the cocktails are actually you know interesting and unique, and like have you actually learn flavor. how to make yeah. some real shit. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things Other they also are doing. I, I found out whenever I went to talk to him uh, that he they're changing the menu to where like once every month or something like that. Their plan is to allow a bartender or, or someone who works there to put their drink on the menu for that. Oh, month. that's lit. Which is something that whenever I was talking about opening up my own place, I was like, this would be something that's good. It encourages worker, like... They, they want to work. And yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and so... That's fucking lit. I went in, talked to them, talked to the bartender, kind of got the vibes of like what it's like to work there. And kind of was like, okay, like what do I want to do? And they haven't promoted the place at all. And it's already pulling about the same as my current job is. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it would allow, and my current job has hoed me a lot and put me in a lot of really difficult positions consistently. Yeah. And even just recently, I kind of fell into the same place that I was with Dutch, where I was like, kind of pushed towards this promotion, and then nothing really happened. Only with this one, it felt like they wasted about a month and some change of my time. No. Because they didn't want to just tell me outright. No. Um, and they also knew that you'd probably end up dipping. Yeah, which is also a thing because whenever I told my boss, the one that we like that sometimes mm-hmm. listens to podcasts, she didn't seem surprised. She just was like, "Okay," and well, yeah, and, like because she knows, like she can't blame you. Yeah, and yeah, fuck she, everybody but her, bro. Love you, dog. It's funny because I realized something about myself, which is that I have a really hard time leaving jobs because I don't like to. Like I have a hard time because I just feel kind of bad in some senses. Fuck I em. guess. But I was talking to her, and she was like, you don't need to feel bad. You don't need to, like, apologize or anything. She was like, this place isn't everybody's. And she was like, and for you, Jackson, this type of line of work doesn't seem like it's for you for, like, the long term. Yeah. This feels like something you're doing because you like it for now. It's like a hobby. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, you know, you do woodwork. You do all, and you do, like, all of your content stuff. There, There's clearly stuff that is more creative of an outlet for you that you actually are passionate about, and it's not bartending. Which is also what I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, we're going to start getting you content of you making wood and like tables and shit and like doing time lapse. But that's for a different conversation. Yeah, a different conversation later, later, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it it's it's one of those things that's like super, it, it felt really good to hear. And as soon as I put in my two weeks, uh, so my last day there is March 6th, I instantly felt better. Because I kind of dreaded going to work. I felt awful going in. Even today, like, I felt awful going into work. Partly because it was the morning. Uh, but it, it just, like, was a huge weight off my shoulders. I, I felt amazing and so excited. But I went in for my interview for that place. Because the bar manager is who I met the first time I went. And kind of talked to him. And he's like, yeah, coming on Monday. You know, I like your vibes. I kind of like your energy. He's like, you know, it seemed like you're passionate and, and everything. And he was like, and I can tell you care about the craft, which is what we're looking for. I was like, yeah, I do. Like, you know, I, I, all of their stuff is made from scratch. Everything. They don't have a freezer. They don't have like store-bought syrups, like everything. Oh, that's All fire. the liquor's infused from scratch. All their syrups are made from scratch. That's in-house, sick. Which is the shit that I care about. Yeah. You know, that's literally what I do at home and what I am passionate about. Yeah. And then you obviously you're going to learn how to, that's fine. And I get to learn new things and everything. And I get to work with like a wider array of liquors and bar, like tools and stuff. And it's just... And I get to listen to real music again. Like, I get to listen to, like, actual, like, modern music or, like, 80s rock. Like, you know, like, an actual selection of music. Right, that bullshit that they were always playing, Rather than fucking Frank Sinatra and shit. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. But when you heard the same three Frank Sinatra songs for almost a year, you're kind of like, hey, Frank, like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta go, man. You, they give gotta me, update your yeah, playlist, give bro. Give me something new. I'm not trying to fucking. I'm not trying to fucking hear that song again. You know? Yeah, no, I feel you. But, I can't blame you for that. I was like, we're not about to disrespect Frank the Tank. Yeah, but, but I understand what you're saying. But you know, I, I like, I went in for the interview, and it was literally like she talked to me. Are you about to be stealing all the moms? The GM talked to me, and she, you know what happened? 
she sits down and it's funny because if like, you tell me she called you Danny Phantom, I'm gonna no, run out of this room. I was gonna say, but bro, I already met her before because I kind of like talked to her the first, like the second time that I had gone to eat there, and she was like, "Yeah, come in." And it was like right before Super Bowl, so I was like, "I'm not gonna come in and <laughs> try and get this job right." You're before like, Super Bowl. "No, yeah, no, I'm good." No, and so I like sit down with her, and she just kind of asked me like general background stuff. We talked about Dutch Bros for a while, and then she's like, "That's crazy that you work there." She kind of asked like what I did and stuff and what it was like. And then the bar manager goes like, hey, sorry to interrupt. And hands me like the list of cocktails uh, and like everything that goes in them. And I was like, oh, this is. And he was like, try to remember all of that. And I was like, this is like, I have five days to do this. This is like half the amount of stuff I had to remember for that job. And I had two weeks to do it for that job. Yeah. I was like, so this feels a lot better that I have half the amount of stuff. And I have like a shorter amount of time that I have to go without being paid a good amount. Yeah. Uh, but she was just like super cool and she was like do you have any questions and i was like oh yeah so i asked some stuff and then she's like okay well um i'll get your w2 over to you then we'll get you sorted i was like i guess i'm hired that's fucking lit and they also are working with my schedule a little bit more to where i will be on more like anything but closing basically so i'll be like openings and like afternoon shifts so i'll get like the dinner rushes but i won't stay the whole time and that way i can stream more and like be like working on the stuff that i actually care about more yeah, bro. I'm yeah. hella hyped for you, dog. So I'm I'm real That's excited. And it's a place that my c- friends will actually visit me at. Because the food's banging. Yeah, bro. Cause and the drinks are Food banging. at old place, hot donkey duke shit. Yeah, and the food's banging and the drinks are oh also my. so good. Anyway, you know what? I'm here for it. Owned too, so. I'm here for it, bro. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm about to just bring a whole fucking gang. Do it. Whole squad right, of I'd people. I'd be so hyped. Anyway. We're just going to fill up the bar. Uh Anyway, um, <laughs> I hate you. let's let's dive in. You know, we're pretty deep into this app. Yeah. So we're going to talk about tech uh, and what it kind of looks like in the next few years. But I do want to talk about why we're talking about this kind of wh- why do you think that this is an important topic, especially nowadays for us to touch on <laughs> and kind of bring into light and, and have conversations about in the current day and age? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted me to add on to that. Uh, like, why do you think it's an important conversation piece? Because uh, it's going to happen whether people want it to or not. Like, it's something like, it's one of those things you sh- regardless should educate yourself on. Like, yeah. you should be caught up with somewhat of the technology that's either coming out or, like, trying to keep up on, like, news or something. You know what I mean? Like, something little. Um, only because when it gets to a point where you're now outdated, like, it's scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just with like every aspect of life. Like, you should try and just stay updated and like ne- necessary things because you never know. Like, one, something might come out that might be useful to you. Um, and two, something might come out that might scare you. And you're like, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if that happens here, I'm getting the fuck out. Yeah. And I think that it's an important conversation piece because we're at such a point where. I don't think people have realized the amount of change that's undergone in the past 23 years. Which is so, why I won't live in Japan. So from 20 or from 2000, rest in peace. Uh, or a certain area of Japan. For From 2000 to basically this past year. Um, actually, it'd be like 1998 to like this past year. The amount of technological advances has been leaps and bounds, like astronomical astronomical jumps you know in these innovations that like continuously get better and better like the fact that we have electric cars is something that like people joked about in 2005 yeah and was like a future thing yeah like oh self-driving cars technically 10 years later it was a possibility yeah and was something that was being concepted and so and, and tested and you have all of these things that are have rapidly adjusted and changed, and I don't think people have realized that it's kind of reaching a crescendo. We are reaching a point where our technology is so advanced and we're pushing so fast that it's reaching an apex where the advancements are going to be a little bit further between. What do you mean? So, for, say, for example, the joke is always, like, iPhones, for example, of they're all kind of the same now. Yeah. But if you go back, you know, what are we on 14? If you go back for 10 generations ago, so iPhone 4, the jumps between iPhone 1 to 5 
are astronomical. They're, they're giant. There's yeah, big it's crazy. changes happening. Yeah. They're slowly getting smaller and smaller. Now it's, oh, the bevel's not there. Yeah, or like your camera <laughs> can shoot like 860 different frames. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the thing is, is you're starting to stop seeing these big innovations because one, it's harder to innovate on something that is kind of already reaching a perfected point. Mm -hmm. And two, the technology is not advancing fast enough for them to make money yearly. If they took years apart to start developing these things, they would have bigger advancements. Bro, it's like terrifying to think about like, even the stories that have come out now of like AI, like the mess. Have you seen like the messaging of like people like, Basically talking with a code. Yeah. Terrifying. Y you can have full-on conversations with AI now. And it and has, like... Well, ha have you heard about ChatGP? No. So, it's basically this AI toolkit that college students were using. And it's... It helps solve your problems. And it can, like... So, you can enter, like, math problems and it'll solve it. Or you can, like, ask it to fill out a prompt and it'll generate it for you. So, if you were, were writing an essay, That's it could generate it for you. And it's how obviously it's like articulated and shit. Um, kind of. It's not that perfect. Oh, okay. Um, because it's that's a really really advanced code, and also it's pulling from sources, so there's a lot of issues with it. Still, it's usable though. It is to a point where somebody could use it as a thesis statement and just kind of slice down parts of it and basically do an edit draft of it, mm -hmm. and it is basically written your essay minus like a couple things. Because if you're just taking this essay that this thing wrote for you and then just edit drafting it, you've done like half the work no. and will probably receive the same grade. But some colleges started banning it on their Wi-Fi. Of course they did. Because they're like, you need to be getting a real education. You need to actually Which try. Also part of the conversation is when does technology... What When do you, are you... I go back and forth on this. Because there's a big part of me, the part of me that is grown up in the technological boom, you know, it, it, you go back, there's like the industrial age boom. There's like all these advancement mm -hmm. booms, quote unquote. And this is the technological boom. This is where we are making leaps and bounds of progress. And growing up in that, you want to immediately be like, why would you take away this tool from me? that is probably going to be around and not going anywhere because we rely on it so much. And, and it's a core principle. Do more. Yeah, and it's a core principle, and it will allow for me to advance my skills because I am seeing what it's doing, and I understand now how it got there. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's obviously the people that just copy-paste, and then they're like, ah, right, done. Yeah, they're like, ah, fuck it. But is it also not innovative problem-solving skills to realize that that is an option? Yeah. You're just using your... Re That's why we always say yeah. you're never cheating. You're just using your resources. But at the same time, <clears throat> I understand that developing coherent writing skills and <coughs> learning how to formulate proper like citations and phrasing and get your point across is an extremely important skill to harness. Mm -hmm. But these are also college students who probably at this point know how to do that. So it, I kind of go back and forth on this thing which opens up more of a bigger topic for us, which is the reliance on technology. Yeah, which obviously we know, like, from the 2000s through the 2010s, like, we've seen, like, obviously people, like, are more and more dependent on it. Um, obviously, like, you even see it with, like, influencers, bro. Like, even, like, there's a clip of Andrew Tate saying, like, he was like, bro, he was like, if you don't know how to work from your phone, he was like, you're literally failing. He was like, I spent eight to nine hours on my phone and he obviously he has the influence he has, and like uh, uh, I was gonna uh, say, I, every time you mention Educate, I get a little worried. No, but it's I'm not saying anything like drastic or anything like that. But I'm just saying more of like obviously, like he, you know, he says that like if you learn how to use your phone as a uh, like you're producing rather than consuming on it, he was like you'll you'll start winning. He was like you, it'll take time, obviously, like for you to figure out algorithms and like the way shit moves and stuff like that. He was like, but obviously if you put the time in, like he's like, I spent eight to nine hours on my phone and he was like, I make all this money. You know what I mean? Like, obviously he's done his shit and like yada, yada, this and that. He has this whole thing. But I think it's proven from 
a whole bunch of people who have like we've seen it from Mr. Beast who has you know worked his up worked his way up in the like the scientific formula for creating a fucking banger ass video and shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everything has a science to it, everything has a code to it. And I think the biggest thing now with technology is other than medical and like I don't even... There's a lot you can learn online, like, for free. Even medical, you can technically learn online. Yeah, but in, in like, like good information that, like, doctors and, like, high, well-known, like, either doctors if or, like... If you were actually making the effort, that that is stuff you can learn online. That's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, people who are going to college and paying for shit that you can go learn for free if you just put the time in. Like, right now, college is more of a going and living with people your age and... Drinking and having really sex and having drugs. Point is anymore. You know what I mean? Like at this point now in our today's age, like college is useless. College is another. It's a. It's a way to not only get away from home and, like I said, live with people your own age. It's just to be able to like prove that you can fold your bed on your own and or make your bed on it's your own, fold your clothes. You know what I mean? Like it, it isn't even actually like education well, it, wise. It, it, you can get all that shit out in the world for free. Because you know what the most discouraging thing that I heard whenever i started college was hmm. that everybody told me college degrees are the new high school diplomas yeah why the fuck are you telling your college student that i'm spending how much money <laughs> and you're gonna look at me and say this thing is now as worth as the paper that you just got for free yeah <laughs> that you had to get legally <laughs> yeah like by law like i died well technically not but to my understanding, by law, I had to be there. That was something that somebody told me when I was younger is that, like, I would go to jail or, or juvie, I guess, if I didn't go to school enough. Isn't that Absol- wild? Absolutely that somebody not. fucking did that to me? Absolutely not. Do you, do you know how crazy that is? Yeah, somebody th- said that shit to me? Yeah, they're probably, their IQs in the negatives, for sure. No, they told me that to encourage me to go to school. It was somebody related to me. Their IQ is still in the negatives. My well, statement still just stands. They're an asshole. No, 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 no. They're just dumb. Same thing. <sighs> Sometimes. Oh, man. But I think that it's... Oh, Brendan. Whether dependency on technology, AI... Like, AI in general is terrifying. Like, there in Japan, there was, uh, uh, like, a lab that created four AI robots. AI robots is spooky. Yeah. AI robots, right? Three, All four of them spazzed and went crazy on the scientists. They shut down three of them before they could actually do anything. The last one killed three scientists and injured the fourth one, and then they shut him down. But they realized as they were shutting him down, he was, or the AI was trying to look up how to rebuild itself stronger, faster, and smarter. So yeah, the whole that is Ultron. You know what I mean? Like that's the terrifying, thing with bro. AI that is really hard that you kind of have to understand because a lot of people really don't understand AI, and, and even me. Like I, I don't understand AI to its fullest capacity. But there are barriers that are in place that you are supposed to have in place. And people are getting stupid because obviously humans want to just, oh, we can see. They just want to keep seeing progress. Yeah. Things to advance. And And the problem comes when barriers either get misplaced or people don't understand the barriers and the uses for them. Like what they're there for. Yeah. um, That's like even with people trying to do, like trying to quote unquote live forever and storing their brain into a computer and trying to basically pull as much thoughts, uh, your actions, your deci- your decision-making, like, everything you do, like, stored into it. You know, like, that movie, with, I think it was with Johnny Depp. It was, like, an AI, and they, like, created, like, a... It's Keanu Reeves. Was it Keanu Reeves? It was just somebody with long black hair. I remember Depending the Depending on which one you're talking about. It was, like... They were basically scientists, and, like, he ended up creating, like, storing his brain, and, like, he, like, basically, his body died, but his mind was alive, like, in the computers and shit like that. Like, there's a movie for it, and it's spooky there's as fuck. There's a couple movies like that. Well, now it's gonna happen. So. Terrifying. Yeah, but also there's a lot to that that isn't fully achievable. Well, they never thought that you could even get to that point beforehand. Like currently. Yeah, but we're going to get to a point where it's going to start like that, where you're just going to be in the computer, right? 
and then they're going to figure out a way where you could put your brain into a robot body and now you have you but in a robot body that's why that have you seen the ai photo of like uh they asked an ai to show human evolution yeah and obviously like it goes to like us being robots and then into just fucking power cords and then us into like it looks trippy as shit like if you were on a psychedelic you're probably crying and screaming and throwing nightmare 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 <laughs> never never so i i think that kind of what we're talking about right now is that fantasy and dystopia has slowly begun to look like a reality yeah, yeah has begun to become what we live in or or a highly probable future or you know, current day state where you are <laughs> kind of at a point where technolo- technology keeps moving forward and we're trying to keep up with it. And everybody wants to be Thomas Edison. Everybody wants to be the next Einstein or the next Stephen Hawking. Yeah, they want to be But if get everybody is, nobody is at the same time. That's why they're so memorable that's why these characters are so important and that's why it's so competitive right now because you have one person coming out oh i just discovered how or i just created this and i invented this and someone's like oh well i just invented this and then blah 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 blah." you know what i mean like there's they're always trying to outdo each other you know what i mean and that's why elon like elon i was telling you earlier like elon literally warned like the government and like people of like AI like AI is going to be our worst enemy like it's going to be our worst nightmare well, yeah, if, if we hear, let it keep advancing to the point where we're on the figureheads in big tech talk about AI nine times out of ten like people like Bill Gates and a bunch of other tech people like Bill Gates piece of shit, I'm not sure he is Bill Gates is a piece of shit there's a lot to unpack in that sentence on why you think that we could get into it later if you want to get into it right now we can but he, like, the people like that will talk about AI and be like, hey, like, we, we're taking steps, but we're not being cautious about the steps that we're taking. Like, I, I think it's funny. I saw, I think it was a tweet the other day, and it was like, every day, uh, movies like this look more motherfucking real. And was it, it just, iRobot? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just showed iRobot. Um, and... It, the like top comment was like, I ain't trying to be Will Smith, please no. Yeah, bro, real life, bro. Like just off me, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, if I see that shit happening, I'ma just Elon's gonna Why be like, yeah, think... Elon's gonna be like, yo, who wants to go to Mars? I have a question. Why do you think people are so scared of that? Cause it's first gonna start off with them replacing certain jobs. Like they they just passed a law where there was uh police robots and they're allowed to use excessive force if necessary in san francisco like this shit is slowly gonna start happening whether we want it to or not you know what i mean and people are gonna start integrating that shit because on one end you have people are like oh we're not sacrificing cops live and then in the same sense it's like respectfully if you're not giving up your life to be a cop why are you being a cop in first place it's like the same thing with the military bro if you're gonna go be in the military and you want to go like fight for your country yada don't get me wrong there's a whole bunch of different avenues that you can do and serve the country yada yada like i get all that shit but at the end of the day you're trying to serve your country the whole i would die for my country but prove it is my whole thing you know what i mean like and i get like oh like maybe we can just use robot or blah 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 this and that like and then we do the same thing we did with guns, where we start shipping robots off to fucking, you know, the Middle Eastern countries and shit like that, and somehow they get their fucking hands on it, or Russia, you know, starts creating their fucking AIs, and, you know, China gets their AIs, and then we're out of robot war. You know, like, right now, we're about to be, a, they're talking about nukes, you know what I mean? Like, my man Putin does not give a flying fuck right now, bro. He is, like, actually, like, basically told him, like, if it gets to a point, like, if they are back down to a certain point, like, their only option is nukes. You know what I mean? Like, they're not... I don't think they're just going to give up like that. But that's a whole different topic. For me, I think the reason that people are scared is because people who usually admit that they're terrified of the AI understand how vulnerable humans are. And how weak and fragile we are. We have to eat. We have to drink. We have to do certain things. Whereas if you create certain technological avenues they don't require all that stuff they just require energy and there are batteries that we have there there are power kits that we have that will last years yeah also not to mention that like if you just even remotely implant like wireless charging or solar panels like things that will 
encourage longevity for a thing. And also, we're destroying the planet. It, yeah, it's no that's, secret. Yeah, that's another thing Elon has like it, said. He's is, like, he's like, it's not going to be in our lifetime. He was like, but if we're continuing on the path, he was like, within the next like fifty million years, he was like, I assume that like the world is basically going to be no more, hundred and ten percent. He's like, if not sooner. Well, the my thing is like, <coughs> if say for example, somebody makes an AI and its intent is to encourage the survivability of mankind. And the route that it sees is, okay, well, there's too many emissions, there's too many people, and that's why there's more emissions. Too many people who don't give a fuck about the environment, and they're then doing all this I shit. I need to equalize it. Yeah, and then that's going to be like, a, it's going to be like, oh, I'm doing my job. Have you also heard this theory about where people talk, okay, so the, the, there's a bunch of scientists who are working on long, increasing lifespan, increasing longevity. And people are getting say that they're getting closer and closer to understanding how to de-age, like slow down the process drastically. Obviously, that I type think I saw a video on that. Obviously, that type of technology, that type of stuff, is only going to be available for a long time to the very rich people, yeah, the yeah, people yeah. who like can afford, you know, to buy six Bugattis and be like, yeah. I don't know how much longer Biden got, but they better start pumping that motherfucker, bro. Because that but, did you see him handshake a ghost? I don't know what you're talking. about. Bro, this man, after talking on the podium... I po- don't know who you're talking about. Biden. Biden. Joe Biden. Yeah. Our president. Uh-huh. This man got done talking on the podium to a camera, right? Turns to his right to go handshake somebody, and nobody's there. The man's going through it. <laughs> nobody's there. Joe it. Rogan clips it. He talks about it on a podcast. He goes, if people tell me that that is not an issue, you're out of your fucking mind. We ain't got to talk about this right now. <laughs> it was so, so funny, bro. But those people can afford that, right? They can afford, like, you know, to buy stuff like that. Then, like, they will just slowly... The, the whole plan is to just to get rid of all the poor people because they're the problem. We're, we're the, the cockroaches of the yeah, world. Yeah, they're going right? to start with the homeless and so then go lower class. Imagine and then... they just wipe the table. Which... And it's just the, the population of the Earth goes to six billion or how whichever it is now. And all the elites are just sitting and like they're like... 15,000. Oh, that would be and insane. And it's just... The elites. The people who could live forever, and they just are breeding the highest, the, the p- most pure people, and everything else is taken care of. Because they have enough of the, like, s- the people who are uh, intelligent enough to maintain the advancements that we've made societally yeah. to have everything else taken care of. I'll tell you what, it would be scary because I know for a fact the world would obviously start. This is just a good episode to make you freak the fuck out, I guess. Yeah, bro, like, this is really just some mindfuck shit, but it would be really scary to watch. Obviously, the world would regrow itself and just grow over everything. Animals would probably get starting, like, repopulating. You would probably start seeing a whole lot more habitat and shit like that because, like, I can't wait for the point where we get so fed up with not knowing what's underwater and start trying to fucking go underwater because there's a reason well, they, they, i feel like there's a reason we haven't because we, of pressure well obviously but there's got to be some type of technology where like well, they're working on that yeah obviously you know slowly but surely so it's not like a we, we haven't gotten fed up with yeah thing. it's a timetable thing you know what i mean where we're slowly gonna get down there's gonna be a point though where we're gonna see some shit <laughs> oh we're gonna I see some shit about how think the, about the water. <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, how do you think addiction <laughs> bad, plays bro. into technological start getting all antsy and shit? And like your daily life in the future, the next five years, let's say, like well, technological we, addiction. Well, we already have like smart homes and shit like that. That like. You know, you can walk out and be like, you know, start talking to your crib and shit like that. That's don't ever put me in a crib like that because I'm never gonna leave. <laughs> it's gonna be me and my homie in this. That's bed. literally the house that I want to make. <laughs> Bro, I do not. I think the coolest thing about that would having. Have you seen? I'm working on some stuff. For the Are house. you? I, I'm working on some stuff. There's these chips that you can get that basically you, they're like key tags. You put them on like in your phone case or like in your wallet. And so imagine, like, in your phone case, this is why I would get a phone case if I got these. Yeah. You walk into a house, you just press, like, your phone on the wall when you enter, 
and then it recognizes who you are. And that's like, so much money. Do you know that? No, it's not. Really? It's so cheap because these key tags are like 15 cents a pop. That's wild. So I'm paying like 30, uh, 30 bucks in total for all of the stuff that I need because I already have other stuff that I need. That's sick. So I like press key tag and then immediately my light turns on in my room. Uh, and then like it starts playing my playlist or like if I set well, it to where like, I have like smart washers, like, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Well, that's like entirety of, uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, the video of a dude who has like a bunch of albums set up on his wall mm-hmm. and they're all hooked up through like Apple tags and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so like he walked up to a, the Mac album and he put his phone up near it. And so it's all uh, reactive to like the beats and shit like yeah. that. So like he has like LED lights and it's like playing weekend. See, see this is the thing. People who, who know me, who, who like really know what I would do if I got a lot of money. And, like, if it boiled down to, like, Jackson has all this money that he could spend to make his, like... You would have, like, a like a designer dream house. I, yeah, I would literally design my house, get it built, mm-hmm. and then if I want, like, roommates, have them move in with me, and then set up the smart house part of it, where I would have it do just, like, all of the reaction stuff, all of the cool things that I know are, f- like, extremely capable. What if we got, like, 20 people to just buy a big-ass crib? That is so problematic. Why? I you haven't lived with anybody that you is not your family, and right. that's why. You're right, and that's why. Okay, okay, you, maybe you not don't understand. Okay, maybe not twenty people. Maybe like ten to twelve. Fat ass content crib. Yeah, you know how content houses normally fall apart. That's because they're not responsible, Brendan. I want to. Th- I want you to take a deep, <laughs> deep breath and think about what you just said to me, and then look around this room. I know. <laughs> we don't have to talk about. It. I just think it'd be a great idea. Yeah, it'd be cool. But also, I think it'd be a great idea. It's not plausible. Who would we, we don't even know ten to twelve people that we would feel comfortable living with? I already got it, bro. <laughs> Let's go. No, we're not gonna name her right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no we're not. We're I got not, five. No. Yeah, I got uh, like four or five. And they all have to get along. Oh, yeah, it'll be easy. Easy, bro. Especially if if the said agreement is we're here to make some fucking guap. That's not okay. The, I mean, there's so many props with this. No, let's no, move no, forward. No, let's no, move no, forward. That's the whole point forward. of a content house. No, no, right. Regardless, that was, that was a funny little, little off track. Smart houses are lit, <laughs> and that's my dream. But also, I understand why it's a problem. But I really don't care. The goal is just to. I make feel like a smart house is a little bit different. The than goal like is to, with the aid of Casey Gaming, mm-hmm. just develop our own like AI smart house. But you guys are renting though. Wouldn't yeah. You, so I think you guys should you guys should have looked to buy your own crib. I think that would have been dope. Yeah, but right now I'm talking about just like having a smart house doesn't affect whether or not I'm renting. Oh, I thought you had to go like through walls and start like implement mm, putting stuff shit you in. can do that is still good that doesn't require you to. Oh, that's like that's like where my mind went like off. There's stuff that, that like I would like to, like to do that is that deep, but it is not a current problem nor something that I'm like that concerned about. Oh, okay. Because I, I know how cool I'm Casey Gaming to develop our own like Alexa, basically. I feel you. You know, there was a, that's another thing with technology. If you have an Alexa in your house, a Google Home, anything that you can talk to. They're listening wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah. There have been people. If if you're fucking near it, they heard you fucking, bro. If you're talking about some serious shit, bro. If if you heard or you were talking about some serious shit, argument wise, they heard every little fucking bicker of it. If you were talking I, shit about one of your roommates, bro, they heard all that shit, bro. Yeah, and this is a saying that I've been living by for the past three months, which I realize has made me feel so much more comfortable with my relationship with technology, which is this. If you are going to have technology be a big part of your life, you are immediately less inclined to privacy. Yeah, like you have, yeah, you, and you, you have, have to be okay with that. You have no privacy at all. You want to have an iPhone? Like right yes. now, somebody's watching us on that little webcam. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it, if you want to have an iPhone, what's the first thing that it's going to ask you to do? Ask you to track all your shit, and bro. They track everything. Yeah. Give us your email. Yeah. What's your social security number? What's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> Literally, you know, bro. What's your credit card so we, you can use Apple Pay? Um, 
you know, you make uh, an email account. What's the first thing you ask for? Your phone number, a backup email, your first, last name. Traps. All of it. Over with. If you want to set up a bank account and you want to log account. into your bank account on your phone, you got to enter all that shit. Your usage of technology immediately invokes less privacy. Yeah, your digital and, footprint and is it's something fucked. That I've noticed even like, because people will talk to me, like Soko talks to me or my mom um, or like random bar guests will talk to me about whenever either this comes up or, you know, whatever, right? And they'll talk to me about if I get concerned, like I had a bar guest, this is old couple, of course it was, and they were talking to me about TikTok because I like, you know, they were asking like my relationship with TikTok because they were wanting to know about podcasts and then like content creation and stuff. And I was like, they're like, you're not worried about China listening to you and tracking you. And I said, and I looked at him and I said the exact thing of like privacy is less deserved. And I was like, I'm in an, I'm trying to be involved in an industry where people have access to me almost all the time. Yeah. That's like literally Even, the whole point is yeah. like being like having a whole bunch of people literally judge you yeah, by what you my do. life. And they could be watching <laughs> a video of me from two years ago. And I'm still a part of their life in some yeah. way. In the most non uh, <laughs> uh fucking bad way possible. Yeah, that's that's always the fear is like just somebody obviously picking on something that but like it, Oh, 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 oh. Okay, we're gonna get dark here pretty soon because these lights aren't fully charged. No so way, no, we did this shit again. <laughs> yeah, I think one of them got used. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up here because it's about to get real dark in this podcast. Real darky dark. Yeah, it's a Halloween episode again. So um, that's our talk kind of about <laughs> tech. Uh, cutting it short. We have a lot of stuff to talk about this, and I am sure that it is a topic we will it'll revisit. Re- I was going to say, it'll resurface. Once a year, yeah. if not more, because it's already, I think we've talked about it twice already. And it's just a topic that is very interesting. And it's always like yeah, it's getting always more and more in depth. Yeah. So... Let's come up for air. Brendan, you want to talk about uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hippocampus? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying my best to stop being a hypocrite uh, and, like, obviously telling people to, like, go do their shit and, like, get on their shit and then me not do that. So uh, I'm slowly trying to get my shit together because, uh, like, I've gotten my shit together, you know, like, discipline-wise, and now it's like, all right, so now you're disciplined, go and, like, start attacking shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like I was just trying to do everything at once rather than like step by step. So I'm slowly Breaking learning my, yeah, I'm slowly uh, learning my boogie. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? What about you, dog? Um, so I'm going to say something and then you're going to ask me a question. I don't know the answer to the question that you're going to ask me. Okay. Uh, I had some baseball players come sit down at my work last night. Who are the baseball players? I don't know. I told <laughs> you I won't know the answer to your question. Um, okay. But they said something because we went the whole time they were eating until they got their desserts figured not knowing they were baseball players they were like professionals they were here for spring training oh nice um and so then i was like oh you guys are baseball players and they're like yeah and they kind of said like uh we don't want her to talk about it i was like oh i'm bad at baseball anyway and then they're like us too and i was like that's funny <laughs> and then we just kept going about our business um and then it got brought up again kind of like just being baseball players and like the idea that some of them are just like almost action figures that they go back to locker rooms, sit in their little toy box, and wait until somebody summons them again. Yeah, because uh, that's how it is with most yeah. athletes, and, and that's and that's like the world they live in. There, and they were just like, we just don't get it how people can do that. Yeah, they and just, then I they was people like, people think they're robots. Yeah, and I was talking to them, and I was just like, yeah, it must be kind of weird to go out and then have people recognize you and kind of feel like you can't live a normal life, or you know, like it, it comes with weird baggage or like a, a set of circumstances. Which I say, knowing that this is the world I want to get kind of involved yeah, in. Yeah, you're like, I want to be a celebrity. But I don't so much want to be a celebrity, but yeah. Uh, but then they're like, I mean, it's a service. They're like, every job that you work, the moment you put on a uniform or the moment you get enter a space where you can be recognized as doing X service, you immediately come with a title or a yeah package or some way that you get treated differently and expectations yeah you know like whenever you go to a bar and you are also a bartender and the bartender that's working finds out you're a bartender immediately their attitude shifts no you know whenever we would go talk to people and tell them that we were dutch bros immediately their attitude shifts 
Um, and it's the same thing for like celebrities. You know, you find out somebody's famous or you know professional, whatever. Then like or like a businessman. Yeah. Or, yeah, your whole demeanor changes. Immediate shift, and it's just kind of like a weird thing that I didn't realize that like it happens on the most minute level, no matter what you do. Like th- people will treat you differently whenever they find out what your job title is, yeah. or like it can shift. Sometimes it, you know, it's not always a- applicable, but like a-, a lot of, for the most part, society wise. And I just thought that was like a weird, kind of cool, interesting thing. It's like every job has a, you know, something that it brings with it. No, yeah. and just obviously you, seeing the insight of like someone who plays like pro- a professional, someone sport. who deals with being recognized yeah. and saying like yeah even you will probably have that problem even you are treated a different way because you are in uniform right now yeah and i was like dang that's wild see that's deep yeah <laughs> and then i went into work today and i was like dang i'm being treated like a lesser human because i'm servicing these people i understand what he means now <laughs> not really but i mean that did happen but fuck those people though yeah dude fuck you lady who ordered salad yeah fucking whore she was like we ordered salads. Why are they not out? Nothing has to be cooked in them. I was like, you hosted, ordered a roasted beet salad. There's cooked stuff in that one. And two, your husband ordered garlic bread. <laughs> and it's been five minutes. She's like, you just have to eat, warm it up. And I was like, no, dog. You said, we have real dough that you actually cook. I'm like, what? Anyway. Dumb. Sounds, sounds very uh. This episode's going to be short. Uh, but I think last week we ran long, so it's okay. Uh, but our lights are going to die, so or our, second, our last one is going to die. But yeah, anyway, Brendan, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok. and TikTok, KillerB420. TikTok, KillerB Dabs. What about you, bud? You can find me at RQ on Twitch, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Oh, yeah. You can find us at... Coming up for air <laughs> podcast on TikTok. Podcast. That's all I got. Coming up for aircast on Instagram, Instagram and, and up for aircast, aircast on Twitter. Twitter. Ooh, got him. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And if you liked this content, if you liked this episode, make sure to share it with a friend, share it with Chloe, <laughs> share it with your mama, share it with somebody who need to hear it. Um, yeah. But uh, other than that, love you guys. Be a good human being. Yeah, do that. See you next Wednesday. For real this time.